light really bugs. All right, we're back with another episode of Eat Sleep Bedlam. We got the full gang now as Landon is off a of bye week, or I should say yeah. Oklahoma State is off a of bye week. <laughs> I took um, a bye week too. Yeah, you took a bye week as well. But we also have uh, the Red River Rivalry is this week, OU in Texas. Um, actually, two good games because Oklahoma State plays Kansas State on Friday night. So a weird, yeah. uh, weird day there. Um, but two big-time opponents for both teams. Um, let's start with the Red River Rivalry in Dallas, the showdown in Dallas. Um Zach, what are some early thoughts on that game? Yeah, I think it's going to be it's a much-anticipated game. Um, I don't think really a lot of people thought that both teams would be undefeated going into this game. Um, I, in my preseason picks, picked Texas to beat Alabama and said they'd both be undefeated, and then I became a big chicken and backed off of it and picked Bama to win. But hey, that's besides the point. Um, it's it's exciting. Any Anytime these two teams play, good or bad, it's always an exciting game. But – when Texas is the what is it number three I believe and Oklahoma's yeah. number twelve, um, just a big time matchup. Texas wins this game. There's a real chance that they jump to number one in the country. They haven't been number one in the country in a while. Um, you know they already beat Bama and then beat OU. That that might push them over the top, especially with Georgia struggling. Yeah. Um, and then Oklahoma just exceeding expectations. Obviously haven't had the the toughest of schedules to this point, but we're about to see what they're made of um, this Saturday. So it's going to be exciting. Texas is by far, in my opinion, the best defense and the best offense that Oklahoma has faced or will have faced at that time. Um, They've got a really good defensive line. I would say their defensive line is pretty equivalent to Cincinnati. The difference is, is Texas has depth. Cincinnati did not. You could tell when the Godfather came out in the Cincinnati Oklahoma Cincinnati game, that's not get, there's not going to be a fall off when they play Oklahoma or when Oklahoma plays Texas. So there's there you could really just point to anything in this game and say, you know, you got to watch for this, you got to watch for this. Texas is stacked all the way across the board. They've got a good young running back. Quinn Ewers has played really good this year. Um, it really the biggest thing for me is their receivers. That that receiving core is probably the best in the country. Um, as far as just one through four, and I count J- uh, Jatavian Sound, Jatavian Sanders, um, the tight end as a receiver. I mean, against Bama, he had five receptions for 114 yards. Um, he did get hurt last week against Kansas. From what I've read, he's going to play. Um, they're listing him as a game time decision right now, but he's not going to miss this game. It's this is the biggest game of the year, unless he is really, really hurt. He's not. He'll play. So. It's going to be a real tough matchup for Oklahoma offensively and defensively. Yeah, Sarkeesian said in his press conference that uh, they'll know on Thursday if Sanders will play, uh, but I assume he will play. Yeah, I mean, it's it's this is the test uh, for Oklahoma. We we said before the season in our pre-show that 5-0 and was what should happen. Now, obviously, if a team surprises people and is really good, then things can happen, but we, we expected 5-0 and heading into the – Texas game and and going into the um that was going to be their big test and that was really the big test for the whole season because after that it kind of falls off again but guys just a question um you know a lot we said before the year that we didn't really think we could learn much about Oklahoma through the first five games I kind of disagree with that but what do you guys think now were you guys able to learn something about Oklahoma up to this point or you still not know a lot about them Landon why don't you go first I mean, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, yeah, you know things about them, but it's not – but they haven't been tested. Like you said, it's kind of still been an easier schedule, so it's 
kind of like you see what you hope to see, but you see, but now it's time to see if it holds up against the, the tougher competition. So it's yeah. kind of both still because it's yeah. still early. Yeah, I, I agree with Landon's statement. The competition really hasn't been tough yet. Um, but I, I would say you've absolute, absolutely learned something of Oklahoma from last season. The tackling's better. They're not missing open field tackles um, defensively all the way around. It's not hard to be better than what they were last year, but they're not only better, they're, you know, I saw, saw a statistic, statistic earlier in Oklahoma's top three in scoring offense and scoring defense. So their defense has played fantastic up to this point. You can't control who's on your schedule. You got to show up and play whoever's on the field, and they've played really, really good. Um, so obviously, like we said, the test will be this week, but I, I think – this is a completely different Oklahoma team than last year. There is zero chance they lose 49 to zero this year. Um, and in my opinion, there's not really a great chance that they're going to get blown out either. I think they're way too good of a team to go out and get blown out by anyone. Now I say that and they'll get blown out this week and everyone will come at me, but I I've been very impressed from what we've seen from Oklahoma this year. Yeah. I think um, even last year in the quote unquote easy games, Oklahoma struggled in those, you know, um, they struggled defensively and, and, and offensively in some of those games. So I think you can, excuse me, I think you can learn something about Oklahoma and that is, you know, they are playing pretty good defense. Again, like Zach said, you can't pick who's on your schedule. You got to go out and perform and they have performed. I think they lead the nation, if I remember correctly, in scoring differential, which that's what you want to see when you play an easy schedule. If you're a good team, um, you want to see that dominance and that's what they've been able to do. Um, so far, but obviously Texas is the test. They have a, a really good um, offensive line, but it's an offensive line that can be had. Uh, they're 58th in the nation and, and sacks allowed. A big part of that is if you will bring pressure, they do get confused. Um, for whatever reason, Alabama decided just to rush four and they got dominated. Every other team that has played Texas that has blitzed and brought different pressures have been able to get home. And Alabama is the only one that decided not to do that when they had the best athletes to do that, which made no sense. But Oklahoma's going to have to get creative. They're going to have to bring some blitzes. You cannot leave your your defensive backs on an island with these wide receivers. As Zach said, if they're not the best receiving group in the country, they're a top five receiving group in the country. So you cannot leave your, your defensive backs, however good you may think they are, on an island for very long. So oh, you got to figure that out. You also got to figure out Sanders, Jatavian Sanders, because – before the season, it looked like Justin Harrington was going to be that matchup, but he matched up perfectly. He's 6'4". He's a, he's a safety built like a linebacker. Would have been a perfect matchup. Well, he's out for the season. So you got to figure out what you want to do there. Desan McCullough will probably get the nod on him, although he can't really cover that well. So maybe it's Peyton Bowen. Well, Peyton Bowen gives up a lot of size. So you got to figure out some ways to do that. And then um, defensively for Texas, especially if Ryan Watts is out, they've struggled guarding the deep ball. Um, and that's something Oklahoma likes to take a lot of shots. They like to take a lot of deep looks. Um, and when we've seen Oklahoma's offense struggle, it's when you take that deep shot away from the offense. So if they're able to get to the deep ball, then um, it could be a long day for the Longhorns defensively. But I think it's going to be a great game. I'm excited about it. Yeah. yeah I, I'm glad Oklahoma State gets their game out of the way so I can actually watch it. Yeah. In the last few years, the kickoffs have always been really close to each other, and I haven't been able to watch all of OU yeah. Texas. I for me the biggest thing I would watch if you're an OU fan going into this game and you're like okay we need to lock up one thing the offensive line has to be good you have to give Dylan Gabriel time and we haven't seen a great running game this far 
maybe this is the game where one of the running backs just really steps up. But Texas defensive line is good. Um, Byron Murphy, um, I can't even say his first name, but Sweat. The, they, they've got several guys, like I said earlier, comparing them to Cincinnati. The, those dudes are monsters up front. Yeah. So, And I can't think of his name. He's He's been starting for us, Savion. Um, oh, uh, Troy Everett? Troy, yeah, Everett. That It's going to be a big game for him because he is undersized compared to that Texas defensive line. So he's really going to have to play well. And the other guys around him are going to have to play well, obviously. But they really – they pass protected great this season. Run blocking has been, eh, you know, whatever. But they if you're going to beat Texas this year, you have to block. Yeah, they're top ten in sacks allowed. So pass blocking has not been a problem. So make sure to give Dylan Gabriel time because when he's been kept clean, he's been very accurate and very good. Uh, run blocking, you kind of just have to give up on OU averaging 200 yards. I mean, but if they can get to the 150 mark or they average four yards a carry, something like that, that's a really good day against Texas. And we saw things in the second half against Cincinnati that started to work in the run game. Overall, I thought the run game was actually pretty decent against Iowa State. Um, they ran for 150 and four yards per carry. So there you go right there. So they're right at that kind of average that they need to be. They were able to bust some runs. Um, they just don't have the running back that can take those seven, eight-yard runs and make them 20, 30 yards. Um, that they really don't. And um that that's gonna hurt the average. You know, in years past, we would have games where they would kind of get bottled up, maybe get four or five yards of play, but then they bust a 50 yarder. And so at the end of the day, your average is seven yards a carry or whatever. But really it was struggling for most of the game. We just don't have that so far. Um, but it's going to be exciting. Um, can't wait for it. Yes, glad that Oklahoma State's on a Friday because I, I want to watch that game as well. So that's going to be a good one to watch. But um, Jaron's got me waking up at five in the morning on Saturday to drive down to Dallas. So yeah, it's going to be, be a fun, fun and eventful day. It's going to be a fun little drive. Hopefully, his hopefully he starts to feel a little bit a little bit better and his voice is back. So I won't have to be the only one screaming. I know, right? I still don't have a voice and I still have a cough. Seven days later, it's crazy. But of course, y'all are going to be here the one weekend I decide to leave. Yeah, I know, right? The one weekend we're coming in there. Um, but no, uh, I think it's going to be a good – it's also we, – we always know in this game it comes down to turnovers too. And Oklahoma has been one of the best teams in the country in turnovers. They're actually tied for the number one in the nation in interceptions this year. So they've been a really good at forcing turnovers. And we've seen um, – Landon was a, saw it last year when Texas played Oklahoma State. You can rattle Quinn Ewers. You yeah. can get after him and rattle him. He is not this perfect quarterback prospect like a lot of people thought he was going to be when he came in. You can rattle him, and uh, you have to do that by – you don't even have to just get sacks. Just get pressure on him. Make him move. Him. You got hit him a couple times, and, yes, make him run out of the pocket, which we've seen Oklahoma be pretty successful at. No, they don't have the sack numbers, but they're making quarterback. We saw SMU games, a perfect example. Not a lot of sacks, but because he had to roll out so much, he was so inaccurate. Well, yeah. Quinn Ewers could do will be the same thing if you make him roll out and you really get pressure under him uh, for the whole game. So we'll we'll see what uh happens. <clears throat> Excuse me, what happens? But let's um let's make our predictions for this one before we go on to Oklahoma State and Kansas State. Landon, why don't you go first? I mean, I picked OU before the season, so I'm going to stick with it. I do think it's going to be close. I'm going to call 42-35 OU. Okay, Zach. Yeah, I want to pick OU. I really do. They played well up to this point. I just think Texas is too good right now. I think there'll be a rematch later in the season. Um, maybe I'll pick OU to win that one. But right now, I, I just got to lean Texas just because I don't know the OU's defense has seen an offense like this yet. So I'm going Texas. It's 35 to 21. 
yeah, until I see Oklahoma play this game and perform well in this game, I I, I believe Oklahoma is a lot better, but this is the game to actually see it. I'm going to go, <clears throat> excuse me, I want to go with Texas 38 to 27. So a little different score than Zach, but I'm going to go with Texas. Um, if this is a game where Texas offense has an amazing day, I'm not going to sit there afterwards and be like, oh, use defense sucks. They are a fraud. No, that doesn't change what they've done for five games. But Texas is going to bring a different challenge, and Oklahoma's got to be up for it. But I like Texas um, in this one. So, Landon, let's go on. Oklahoma State and Kansas State, Friday night game. It's a weird day. Uh, Oklahoma yeah. State's had a week off. Uh, Mike Gundy's not committing to a quarterback as of his press conference today. <laughs> not starting a quarterback. Uh, he's not they're announcing it's starting. They're still listed as oars, and yeah. he said they've been working through it through yes. practice. Yeah. This is coaching malpractice. Yeah. Th- that's all this is. Like, yeah. this is a fireable offense. Pick a quarterback. Yeah. And well, I saw I- someone tossed out the theory that what if the four series rotation is over and now we're rotating each one gets a game? Yeah, I saw that too. Which that might be a bigger nightmare than four <laughs> series. Yeah. Um, I think it's terrible. He did say one good thing in the press conference that he thinks they need to give Brennan Presley the ball more. So, I mean, um, shocking. Never a bad thing. You know, Never a bad thing. Best playmaker the ball more. That's well, Someone's got to deliver him the ball is the problem. Out. What was that? I said someone's got to deliver him the ball. That's the yeah. problem. I mean, you can hand it off to him. Yeah. You got to do something to get him the ball, even if it's a screen or something. Yeah. And that's just terrible. Like what they're doing right now, like it's hard to even talk about this team because everything's such a, we don't know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And he won't tell us anything, which Gundy's never said anything, but yeah. it's usually. I would still expect it to be Bowman. I would too, but. Because he, play, he played well he against played well. Iowa State. If Yeah. And he would have played a lot better if he had had a month of games and practice as the first team quarterback under his belt. Yeah, and if the defense played like we thought they should have against Iowa State, you'd yeah. probably win that game going away. Yeah, I didn't – like, I mean, you notice it when you're watching, but I had not noticed it until I, like, kind of read a few things. There's no turnovers. Oklahoma State has yeah. one interception. What? Who is that versus? Uh, that was Arizona some, State? No, um, Central Arkansas. Okay. Or was that – the first game, whoever the yeah. heck that was. That was yeah, Central Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> too many directional schools and like other like two name schools going on but yeah the one pick and it was lyric rolls who might not play this week so that's great also with trey rucker the safety who was arrested for the dui uh gundy said he's still active i don't know if that means he's gonna play the stuff coming out of that is interesting because it was like at 10 a.m and the entire team said he was at the practice facility watching tape yeah. Before he fell asleep at the light. So, I mean, that's kind of weird if he was hanging out at a practice facility just getting hammered. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes you wonder if maybe there was like something else have to drink previously to involved and had like a concussion and fell asleep. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just a yeah, weird thing. Going. But, I mean, that checks out for this season. Um, <laughs> Mike Gundy probably announced that Gunner's going to start and then he just started drinking. Yeah. That's possible. Um, <laughs> But on to Kansas State. Uh, there, I mean, it's the Kansas State team that's always there. Yeah. Minus, you know, normally they have like the one big playmaker. You know, there's Tyler Lockett, Deuce Vaughn, somebody that's their go-to guy. They don't seem to have that guy this year. It's very balanced. I mean, Senate is their um, leading receiver who he's not – I mean, he's great security blanket, but he's not someone who, you know, really strikes fear into you as being a number one receiver. Yeah. Balanced on the running – 
on the rushing attack. They have a bunch of guys getting carries. They're not getting it. I mean, they're getting more pressure than Oklahoma State, but that's not hard. They don't have one dominant pass rusher. I mean, they're just a really balanced, well-coached team, which is kind of what happens there. And they put up, only had one game where they've scored like under 40 points, and that was the Mizzou loss where they still scored 27. And Missouri is better than what people think. I mean, they're unranked. So I I don't know that that Kansas State-Missouri game or that loss to Missouri from Kansas State is as big as a knock as what we really thought it was. So we'll see what Missouri does the rest of the year. But so far, they look like a pretty good football team. Right. Yeah, and the big thing on Kansas State defense, I think Jacob Parrish, there are five pass breakups and a pick through this many games. That's really good. So don't throw it at whoever the quarterback ends up Um. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean it's hard to talk about the kansas state team because like i said they're just a bunch of it's just a well-balanced well-oiled machine there's no one yeah. guy that goes you have to stop this guy you have to look out for this guy it's just they're gonna find a way to beat you yeah and and they're gonna be fundamentally sound they're not gonna beat themselves mm-hmm. it's just, it's kansas state i mean it's that, gonna that's be a shorter it is. game because they're gonna run the ball a lot and it's mm-hmm. just gonna probably gonna well, outside of last year, most of them come down to the last five minutes of a game, and it's yeah. just gonna see what happens here. Yeah, you know that's yeah. a super exciting breakdown, but yeah, but that's who's watch Kansas State. There's yeah. not, there's nothing specific that's like this is what they do great. This is what they're bad at. It's just they're good at just about everything. And when they don't have that elite playmaker, that's how they play, and they, yeah. they're gonna muck up the game. That's how they do it. That's how Bill Snyder won Big Twelve championships was just yeah. we're not gonna beat ourselves, and we're gonna shorten the game. Yep. 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 So, uh, well then, uh, predictions, uh, Landon, why don't you go first? Oh, it's going to be ugly. Um, I'm going to say 38 to 10 Kansas state. Okay. Zach? And it, that hurts me because it's a blackout and you can't lose blackouts. Yeah. And a, and a weird Friday, Friday night blackout. You can't lose that game. And I think it's going to get out of hand early. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with Landon. Um, you know, I, I tried to justify the South Alabama loss and say South Alabama was a good team. They've lost their last two games now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they, they and were against, a good team. We took it out of them. Yeah. 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 That was their Super Bowl. That's what uh, – wasn't that Robert Allen that said that? They prepared all offseason. Oh, that. Robert Allen says a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, been dramatically incorrect. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think Kansas State's going to dominate up front. OSU just doesn't have the – the talent or the size really to compete interiorly with them. And Kansas state still has playmakers outside like, and Oklahoma state struggled with the big plays against offenses. So I'm, I'm with Landon. I, I wouldn't disagree with 38, 10. Um, I think OSU's defense is that bad. So I would say something more like 40. I, I'm going to go 48 to six. Okay. A little bit more of a blowout. Yeah. Um, I, it's one of those games that if Oklahoma State can hang around for a little bit with the blackout, with the Friday night, then maybe some crazy things can happen. I just think Kansas State's going to try to take the crowd out early, get up on them. It's funny Landon said 38-10 to because I had 41-13, so I was right there with Landon. Um, so I'm going to go 41-13 and, and stick with I'll have so much more faith in that Oklahoma State offense than I do. I, well, just, I, mean, I think it's – I'm calling garbage time touchdown. Like this is – Well, I – yeah. Against Kansas State's third stringers, punch one in. <laughs> yeah, I could see that, or I could see you just have this first drive and everyone's like, oh, my first, gosh, what just happened? And then after that – first drive and then get like a yeah. field goal before the half, and that's the end of it. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. You know, I that. had a little bit more optimism about this game when I was like, okay, he's decided on Bowman. He's got two weeks of practice. Yeah. And then he comes out and is like, I don't know who the quarterback is. I'm like, well, you just yeah. threw this game. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, now, now if it's just posturing and he has, and Bowman has been taking first team reps for two weeks. Yeah. Then, then it can get interesting. Maybe it's a little bit tighter. They come out fired up. You know, I'm still, I would still pick Kansas State, but maybe it's more yeah. of a 35 to 21 kind of situation. And it looks a little cleaner offensively. Yeah. 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 Something like that. But all right. Those are our predictions for this week. Um, it's going to be a good week of uh, college football across the board, not just Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, but a lot of good games. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of good games. So, We'll have our post-game reaction on uh, Sunday. It'll probably be a little later. Zach and I will be traveling back from Dallas. so we'll. I'll be we'll, traveling back to Dallas. There you go. He'll be traveling back to Dallas. So might be a little later in the day. But until next time, we'll see you guys later. Yeah. See yeah. ya.